The Believer's Walk of Faith is paid for by Bill Winston Ministries partners and viewers. Up next on The Believer's Walk of Faith. Whose report will you believe? See, you got to believe God's report. If God said so, I don't care how impossible it may look in your life. If God said so, it'll work. Hello, I'm Bill Winston, and welcome to another program. The broadcast that you're watching is called The Believer's Walk of Faith, where we walk by faith and not by sight. Well, today I'm teaching on a topic called Possessing the Land. Now, this land is what God has promised you. It's right in the Bible. All the promises of God that He promised you and I, we have to possess them, and we have to do it by faith. Now, faith is a fight that we end up fighting because there are giants on the land, and faith is the only way that you can be guaranteed victory. Why? Because faith shifts the battle from our hands over to God's. Now, here's what it says in 1 Timothy chapter 1 and verse 18. This charge I commit unto thee, son Timothy, according to the prophecies which went before on thee, that thou by them mightest war a good warfare. You see, we're going to have to war to get our stuff. And the battle that we're going to fight is not ours, but it's God's. And faith is the only way you shift it from our hands over to God's. Well, let's go right into it. It's called Possessing the Land. Deuteronomy chapter 2, verse 24. Rise ye up, take your journey, and pass over the river Arnon. Behold, I have given unto thine hand Zion, the Emerite king of Heshbon and his land. So begin to possess it and contend with him in battle. Now we talked about love last and I mentioned love because love really is the part that deals with the heart. You can do a lot of other things and talk about a lot of the subjects and so forth like that, even People get filled with the Holy Ghost, but they still mean. And so, and, and, and so what we have to do is we have to understand, wait a minute. God wants all of us to be transformed. He wants our head, our heart, and our hands. He wants everything, everything got redeemed. God wants us to really be truly new creatures. So as we go into this, I look at this as being a teaching to put it all together. And one of the things that I want you to note first is that as we go into these teachings, you must decide to put God's word first place. Put God's word first place. Now, one of the reasons you put it first place is because it's true. It's true. In Titus chapter 1 and verse 2, it says that in hope of eternal life, which God that cannot lie promised before the world began. God 
cannot lie, not won't, can't lie. Over in Romans, Romans chapter 3, we've read that last time, chapter 3 and verse 3, and also verse 4. He says, well, what if some did not believe? Shall their unbelief make the faith of God without effect? God forbid. Yea, let God be true, and every man be a liar. Now, we covered that last time, because we have to make up our mind that God's word is true. Amen. Now, this is all got to be going on in your life and in your thinking as you go in to possess your inheritance. Um, you must develop your faith to stand against the opposition if you're, going to, if you're going to take the redemptive promises of God, you, you've, it's going to take a stand of faith to do that. Now, this, this Bible is God talking to you. I said, this Bible is God talking to you. Look, look what he says. He said in Isaiah 55 and verse 11, so shall it, uh, the word be that goes forth out of my mouth. This is God talking now. It shall not return unto me void, but it shall accomplish that which I please, and it shall prosper in the thing whereunto I send it. Now, this is God saying that his word is going to prosper wherever he sent it. Amen. Say amen to this. Amen. So, as we look at this Bible, this is God speaking to you. Amen. One more time. Say, this is God, this is God. speaking to me. That's what this Bible is. Now, question. Does he plan for it to return to him void? No. no. He said, let there be light. And what happened? Light was. Same thing about this deal here, this Bible. He is speaking to you. And when that word comes to you, he expects it to do what it says it's going to do. Isn't that good? So if this is happening in your life, then now God is leading you into the battle. Now notice what he did in Numbers, Numbers chapter 14. Um, well, you started Numbers chapter 13 and what happened is they sent out 12 spies and they came back. And the Bible says in verse 30, Caleb still the people before Moses and said, let us go up at once and possess it for we are well able to overcome it. So he's going in to possess what God had promised him. And he said, we're well able to overcome it. Now he's saying all of this in public, but the men that went up with him said, we'd be now able to go up against these people for they're stronger than we. And they brought up what kind of report? An evil report. So notice here, Joshua and Caleb are saying what God said. The other people are saying what they feel. So there probably is going to be a delta, a, a, a difference between what you see in God's word and your condition. But what are you going to say? Well, you're going to say what God said. 
because his word shall not return to him void, but it shall accomplish. Are y'all with me? Now we're going in to get our stuff, see, because God never intended for you to be saved and broke. Never intended, come on, you be saved and miserable. Never intended for you to be saved and sick. Never intended for I can just go right on down the line. So somewhere we haven't inherited some of our possessions. Chapter 14, and all the congregation lifted up their voice and they cried. The people wept that night. And all the children of Israel murmured against Moses, against Aaron. And the whole congregation said to them, would God that we had died in the land of Egypt, would God we had died in this wilderness. And wherefore has the Lord brought us into the land to fall by the sword that our wives and our children should be a prey. And it is it were it not better for us to return to Egypt? And they said one to another, let us make us another pastor and return unto Egypt. <laughs> Voted to pastor out. You can't vote me out. I started this. <laughs> but notice what's happening here. We're talking about going in and possessing what God has promised us. And they got a problem with this. Now, let's talk about a couple of things. One, the Bible says in Hebrews chapter four and verse 12, verse one, that's four and verse one. Let's just start it right there. He said, let us therefore fear, fear means believe, lest a promise being left us of entering into his rest, any of you should seem to come short of it. For unto us was a gospel preached as well as unto them. But the word preached did not profit them, not being mixed with faith in them that heard it. Now that verse right there. For unto us was the gospel preached as well as unto them. Now the gospel, the good news is let us go up at once and possess it for we are well able to overcome it. That's the gospel. So many times the gospel to the natural mind is not reasonable. It's not reasonable. He said, but we are for, we are well able to overcome it. So he said unto us was the gospel preached as well as unto them, but the word preached did not profit them, not being mixed with faith. See, that was the piece that was missing. So when I preach what I'm going to preach here, glory to God, during this time, I want you to be aware that when you first hear it, it may not agree with what grandmama told you, but let God be true and every grandmama. Now, I'm not talking about grandmothers, okay. My point to you is, if she's not lining up with what God says, I got to disregard what she said. And so, as you mix it with faith in them that heard it, how are, is it going to come to you? It's going to come to you through the preaching of the word. And what I try to do, I try to show you the scriptures in the Bible. Now, I'm not, I'm not... Uh, bound to show you a scripture in the Bible. I'm bound to preach to you. 
but I'm going the extra mile and putting it up there so you can see what I preach is true. Because folk somehow, sometime, don't believe the man of God. They got to have three dogs bark the Star Spangled Banner on New Year's Eve before they believe them. But I'm telling you, what I'm preaching to you is true. Romans chapter 10 and verse 14 says this. It says, now how can, shall they call on him who they've not believed? Well, how can they believe on him who they've not heard? Well, how can they hear, come on, without a preacher? And how shall he preach except he be sent? So they were sent out to this uh, Canaan land to search it out and came back and preached. And two of them preached, we can do it. 10 of them preached, we can't. Whose report will you believe? See, you gotta believe God's report. If God said so, I don't care how impossible it may look in your life. If God said so, it'll work. I said, it will work. He said in Psalm 107 and verse 20, he said this. He said, he sent his word and it healed them and delivered them from all, from their destructions. He sent his what? Word. His word is a healer. Say amen. Here was the woman who had an issue of blood 12 years. Now listen to what I'm talking about. She heard about Jesus. And now as she heard about Jesus, here comes, uh, uh, she began to say something. She began to say, if I can touch his clothes, I shall be whole. I said, she began to say this. Now that's found in Mark chapter five, verse 28. If I can just touch his clothes, I shall be whole. Now out of that, then you have to look at the Amplified to see how she said it. She said this in the Amplified. If she kept saying, if I can touch his garment, I, I shall be restored to health. Now, she said this. This is words. Now, you're going into giants. You're going into Canaan. You're going into dark darkness. You're going into witchcraft. You're going into a place where there's sorcery. Things going to come in your mind that are not even true because that sorcery works that way. And you're going to have to say, wait a minute, let God's word be true. I know what my mind just said about my body, but the word of God is true. You better hear what I'm saying. So you put that scripture up there again. So if I can just touch his clothes, I shall be healed. She began to keep saying that. She began to keep saying that. Here's the man of God. He came and preached one Wednesday night. He said, Pastor Winston, your airplane is in Ecclesiastes chapter 10 and went right back to preaching. What do you think I did? I went to Ecclesiastes. Come on now. I'm going on a hunt. I'm hunting for my inheritance. I said, I'm hunting for my inheritance. Now, what did I have to do? I had to put the word of God, what? First place. And I had to believe the man of God. See, I didn't want to 
take it and filter it through my reasoning because my reasoning was going to take me to my flesh. I had to filter it through my heart because that's going to take me to God. And so I went and looked at Ecclesiastes chapter 10 and I read it. I didn't see no airplane. Read it again, didn't see no airplane. Read it again, didn't see no airplane. Some said, read it again. Why now I'm persistent? I'm persistent because the man of God said it. God sent him from Africa and he came one Wednesday night and preached and told me where my airplane was. So what did I do? I went down to verse 20 and all of a sudden it popped out. It said, a bird of the air shall carry your voice. So what am I telling you? You're going to have to fight for everything you get. I said, you're going to have to fight for everything you get. Why? There is an enemy out there called Satan, and he has vowed to stop you in your tracks. He had vowed to not give you access to the Word of God. He had vowed to have you, to rob you of what belongs to you, and you got to make up your mind that I'm going to fight. I'm going to fight. I'm not going to let up. I'm going to fight till I win. I'm going to fight till he gives up. I'm going to fight till this thing manifests. And you don't fight with your fist. You stand back and use your mouth and fight with a good fight. Come on. A faith. It is impossible to access your promised land without standing up to fight. You need to know this now. There is no other way for you to get the promise. You're going to have to fight for it. Say amen to this. I don't know of anything yet that I got from God that is significant that I didn't have to fight for. Now, what's the problem? A slave won't fight. And watch this. Get mad at you when you do. Don't shout me down because I'm preaching good. Look at Deuteronomy chapter 2 verse 14. And he says, And the space in which we came from Kadesh Barnea until we were come over the brook Zerod was 30 and eight years until all the generation of the men of war were wasted out from among the host as the Lord swear unto them for indeed the hand of the Lord was against them to destroy them from among the host until they were consumed. In other words, I let the parents die out because they didn't want to go. But I got to take somebody because I promised it to your daddy, Abraham. And you're not going to make a liar out of me. So I'm telling you whether you want it or not, God is going to take somebody and take them over there. Folks, I firmly believe that the wealthiest man in the world is not going to be in the Old Testament, or wealthiest person. You're not going to be in the Old Testament. 
Now, now, I read a scripture said, the, a greater than Solomon is here. I, I read, see, I shouldn't have read that. See, because when I read that, I said, whoa, 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 shoot, pick me, pick me, Lord. So what am I saying? You're going to have to develop your faith to stand against the opposition as you go after your redemptive promises. And faith always works. The Bible says in 1 Timothy chapter 1 and verse 18, it says for us, this charge I commit unto thee, son Timothy, according to the prophecies which went before on thee that thou by them mightest war a what? A good warfare. Folks, in the kingdom, life is a battle. And you're going to have to battle for everything you get. But faith guarantees you will receive your possession. Now, there's a lot that I can still say about that, talking about faith and how to develop faith. But we're going to be talking more about that as we go along. But let me just shift on you for just a moment because all of that that you're going to use in the kingdom, all of that that you're going to get in, the, in this particular series, because you're coming out of this series with your stuff. I, I am not... I, I am not just going to be preaching here. We going to be doing what we're hearing. Faith guarantees you supernatural access and supernatural increase. Faith is the master key to anything you would like to have. Faith is your title deed. It even gives you ownership. Faith makes the transfer that when faith comes, it shifts the battle to God and he'll transfer it into your hand. Faith takes the unseen and puts it in physical form. Faith is the way you tap in to God's divine power. Well, I trust that you are blessed by today's broadcast. Now, I'd like to speak to you today about partnering with Bill Winston Ministries. Oh, what a wonderful thing. I'd like to refer to Philippians in chapter 1. And Paul is talking to uh, his partners. He's talked to Philippian church, but also talking about partnership. He said in verse 3, I thank my God upon every remembrance of you, always in every prayer of mine, for you all making request with joy for your fellowship in the gospel from the first day until now. That word fellowship there translates partnership. Glory to God. So Paul was talking about partnership here. Now I'm not, I'm not saying for this membership in the church and you members in somewhere in some church, that's fine. We're talking about partnership. A little bit different thing. 
So he is saying here that he thanks God for your fellowship or your partnership in the gospel. And that's what I'd like to do today. I'd like you to consider being a partner with me in the gospel. Now, where do we go? All over the world. (laughs) We are flying, preaching that gospel. We go to cover the earth with the knowledge of the Lord like the waters cover the sea. You see, the way that the church is to hold back iniquity, and the Bible talks about that in 2 Thessalonians, but holding back iniquity, holding back evil is with the Word of God. So we've got to put the Word of God. If people don't have the Word of God, they really don't know how to act. They can only go with the customs and the cultures that they're in. But once they get into the kingdom, everything changes. And so we're preaching on the kingdom of God. He says also all the way down in verse 7, he says that you are all partakers of my grace. Now that's what I wanted to get to because partakers of grace means that basically what empowerment God has on me for the gospel, for business, for teaching and preaching and watch this, revelation and wisdom, same anointing comes on you. Why? Because you're partnering with me. You're going to be partaker of the grace that is on my life. All the fruit that we get as a result of the winning of souls and the healing of the sick or whatever we do in preaching of the gospel, you also a partner with that in the gospel. That what is being made and put to my account is being put to yours as well. Why? Because you sent me. You're an investor. You're a shareholder. Praise God. So please, I'd like you to consider partnering with us. It's a good thing. Guaranteed, you'll be blessed. To our partners that have been with us all the time, thank you so much. Praise the Lord. You are key for enabling us to go and do all the things that God has called us to do. You see, keep giving me bricks and I'll keep building. Praise God. Well, we love you. And this is Bill Winston saying, keep walking by faith. The blessing of Abraham came on every believer through Jesus Christ. Believing in the blessing is key to manifesting God's best in your life. With the blessing comes success, prosperity, health, protection, and so much more. Don't miss out on all the promises of God that rightfully belong to you. Go in and possess the land. To order your copy of this life-changing message on CD or MP3, on DVD or MP4, contact us online at BillWinston.org. You can also call us at 1-800-711-9327. Oftentimes as believers, we don't realize that it is God's will for us to go in and possess all the promises that He has given us. It is the enemy's will to keep us out of the promised land and in a place of delay, disbelief, contentment, and disobedience. Submit to God's will. Go in and possess the land. Get your copy of this dynamic series today. Hello, this is Bill Winston, and I'd like to share with you a new book that I've just written. It's called Miracles in the Marketplace. Now, traditionally, we thought of miracles happening when people get sick and get a miracle or something's wrong with them physically, they get a miracle. Now, miracles can happen in education, in government, in business, in economics, anywhere. And you can have a miracle in your life. 
We're up against things and challenges today that, let me tell you, the natural solution just won't do it. We need a miracle. Well, this book develops not only a miracle mindset, but how you can produce miracles in your life. It is a phenomenal book. Powerful. Praise God. You need to get it today. This is Bill Winston saying God bless you and keep walking by faith. The Believer's Walk of Faith is paid for by Bill Winston Ministries partners and viewers.